Hey, I'm Jillian Lawson, and I want to welcome you to a new segment of our podcast called Circle of Trust Conversations. The Circle of Trust will always be me, Julie, and Cassie, but there are some times where maybe just one of us can't be present, so we want to take the time this week to introduce you to someone we think you should know. Our guests today are Justin and Amanda McNeil. They are both associate pastors at City of Life Church in Kissimmee, Florida. We've known them for a long time, and today Cassie and I are going to talk a little bit about how we met, their relationship, and their online platform, Meant to Be TV. So let's join in the conversation now. We want to welcome to the show uh, Justin and Amanda McNeil. They go way back with us. They've actually knew Jill before they knew me. And all the way back. Yeah. So we, they're people that we think our listeners should know. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a second, but we kind of want to just like go back to the origin story. Where did this (laughs) all begin? So Jill, where did you meet Justin and Amanda? Oh Lord. I'm embarrassed because I already knew the story. (laughs) Oh, okay. So at heart, it was Heartland back in the day. Our church's name was Heartland. Yeah. Yeah, City of Life Church used to be Heartland. And um, so Aaron and I moved there um, in 2005. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Justin was a tiny baby. Oh. <laughs> uh, actually, a Not senior in high school. Yeah, but high it seems like a tiny baby because I have a junior yes. in high school who is still my baby. Um, right. So, no, he was um, a young man coming into... <laughs> The fullness of his ministry. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, totally. So he was working at the church, and I was working at the church. He, you were, were you even paid at that time, or were you just like no, volunteering? I was, I, right, that because I was still in high school, was finishing high school at that time. Okay, so uh, you didn't come on staff until after you graduated. Right, yeah, right after I graduated. Okay, so we got. Um, that's how we got to know each other, and then we started working on. Uh, a ministry that was called Richer Life, and it was like small groups, and so yeah. he conferences, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, lots of lots of charts, lots of. <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing, and so we just not in the least. <laughs> we just kind of like figured it out, and like he was in charge of like the guy side of stuff, and I was in charge of like the lady stuff. So we'd be like, "Do you know what you're doing? No, I don't know what I'm doing." <laughs> <laughs> And um, we would we made a lot of schedules and mm-hmm. a lot of Word documents, and um, we ran some big at the time things like it was oh, it sure. was a big deal, and so uh, that's how we and we got to know each other. But there's a story yeah. you want to tell. <laughs> no, for sure. I remember the actual first conversation because I think you guys had been introduced from the stage or something like yes. that as like close friends of our pastors and at that time if if people could maybe imagine me I would wear like <laughs> collared shirts and slacks and have a briefcase as a 17 year old I like, can't yeah. even I was extremely Full serious uh, I literally had a shirt that the tag said Donald Trump on it <laughs> this like <laughs> I felt so proud of that. But I remember when you the guys brand, got The brand, Donald Trump, the brand. Yes, Not the like, brand, right, the okay. brand. The yeah, brand. the brand back when he was in clothing. <laughs> um, so I uh, I remember you guys getting introduced as friends of our pastors and, you know, these amazing leaders. And I was just so, like, 
excited to have people on board and so I remember I walked from up from like up north yeah, yeah. not Florida like, new people <laughs> I walked up to you guys and the first thing I said was hello my name is Justin and I just want you guys to know if you need anything to please let me know I'm here for you and like three years later I think that Aaron or you told me that when I did that you guys were like who's this guy <laughs> Like the most suspicious side eye there is. <laughs> yeah, when you come from the Midwest, you have this kind yeah. of like healthy suspicion you know, side eye of everybody, yeah. and so and I did the ultimate Justin thing and came on way too strong. So. <laughs> right, right, but we took in you business, in in business attire. <laughs> in business attire, as a seventeen-year-old. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah, and so that was. That's how we got to know each other. And I remember, so I moved to Florida like a year after Jill. Wouldn't you say like a year? 2006? Yeah. That yeah. seems right, because that's when I graduated. And I remember seeing Amanda on stage doing the announcements or something. Did you do the announcements? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Live, memorized. And I remember telling Jill, like, I want to meet that girl. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> and... Uh, I actually think your profile picture on my phone when you call me, it might still be from when you first... No, I updated oh, it. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's more current. But for a long time, when we first met, that was my, my picture. That's terrifying. But <laughs> <laughs> And then I got hired in the summers working in the church accounting office. And at this time, they were working in a mm. shared office. Um, yeah. Were you like official employees of the church? We were at this point official employees sharing an office, but not dating. Not together. Yep. Not together. No we closed neighbors, doors. Right. Neighbors, coworkers. Glass windows. Uh, commu- commuters Commuting. to the same school. <laughs> yep. So together, together like 98 hours a week, not dating. Wow. Yeah. So I remember that because we'll talk about how Justin's hard headed later on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. We <laughs> cut to, I was blind. <laughs> we, um, I worked in accounting, and part of that was, like, just doing a crap ton of shredding every day. And there was this industrial shredder right outside their office. And I remember, like, really breaking the ice during those shredding months. Do you guys remember that? Yes. 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 But it was shredding because there was a a label on the machine that was misspelled, and it said shredder. Like, why would you need to label it? It's very clear what it is, but what's funny is it stayed labeled for all those years. So we go way back. Um, Justin and Amanda and I currently work together. They've gotten tons of mentions on this podcast. Amanda did our marriage counseling. Um, I talked about them when we all three of us discovered that we were the people at work that are like the old people now that know how to are supposed to know how to run things. (laughs) So we've been around a long time and seen each other through a lot of life, which is awesome. And we even sorry. Well, I was going to say we even got a social media shout out because we tried Julie's packing technique. (laughs) We were flying frontier. Yes, it changed our lives. We we had imparted you. Imparted to yeah. you from the circle of trust. <laughs> yes, yes, us and our welcome. son traveled with just backpacks and stuff. Our life is forever changed. I have to say we're avid listeners Aww. and we we love listening. And uh, I was <laughs> in a conversation with a guy from our church the other day. And I never like to admit that I'm a listener of Circle of Trust because I think that people might not understand that a dude loves it so much. But there's this magical thing that happens when one guy admits to another ah! guy that they're both in the circle together. 
And this guy says to me, he's like, oh, my God, it's so funny. And I was like, yeah, they're so great. And he doesn't really know anyone except Cassie. And he and I was like, yeah, and Julie's so funny. And he goes, is Julie the one with the sexy voice? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, I'm not I sure know. what you mean. This is taking a like, weird yeah, turn. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't know. And he said, yeah, no, it's not Jill. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started laughing. <laughs> so, well, compliments if he could see me in my prayer song, this. he might change his mind. <laughs> <laughs> compliments to Julie. She should do advertisements for chocolate and for oh my you know, laundry detergent. Just that real enticing voice. Well, that oh seven-month sore throat's really paying off for her. <laughs> it's paying off, Julie. That's great. <laughs> That's amazing. We love our male listeners. Um, <laughs> so we want people to know about your um, platform, your meant to be TV platform that you recently started. Like, what was that in December? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a few. Months yeah. Ago. So kind of to tell a little bit of your story, since we've seen you grow up and we've seen you, you know, go from two single people to like engaged to married. Now you have a kid. Now you have a marriage ministry. Take us like to the beginning. And I know you tell this story a lot, but I feel like you really have some juice to give to the circle of trust. (laughs) Oh, I mean, we could go in with juice. For sure, for sure. Let's make it uh, maybe not so juice. Come on, bring the juice. (laughs) I mean, you already set it up by talking about our office career as single young adults, not dating each other, but being together all the time. Right. So it started with the ultimate friend relationship. Like the most trademark that term. The, I think the, we I think we, we made that up. We are the we are a friend relationship. It was the most blurred, strange, uh, like unclear relationship. It was it, everyone said we should be together. I knew she had feelings. I was denying my feelings. I was a jerk to her. And so there was like all of this, I don't know, all of this strange tension. Okay. Uh, because I was so because I was so irresistible, you know. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. How much of that do you think looking back, Justin, was like you just not wanting to be controlled by everyone's expectations of you? <laughs> like a hundred percent? I don't know if I can go higher than that. No, I think it was actually I think it was equal parts not wanting to be controlled and wanting to feel like I had a choice. Yeah. But then also, um, like when you don't even have like a healthy view of yourself, it's really hard to accept healthy love from wow. someone else. And she was in sh- such a healthy place, you know, and I just was not even prepared to catch that on the radar. Someone said this to me, this, oh my God, I sounds like such a church kid. <laughs> someone said to me, like God shaped Eve for Adam while he was asleep and he didn't open Adam's eyes until she was fully formed. Dang. And like, I look back at my life in that way that my eyes were closed for a long time. And then finally, when Eve was fully formed and ready for me, my eyes opened. I was like, oh, dang, she was here the whole time. Wow. Come uh, <laughs> Can I ask a question? Yeah, please, please. So, Amanda, like, what made you hold on, like, that he was going to be the one? Like, when he was <laughs> yeah. acting like a jerk and yep. being whatever... Like, in my yeah. defense, a, a 16 and 17 year old joke. Yeah, you're okay? true. In you're my immature. defense. <laughs> yes. And 18 and 19. <laughs> 18. 18 was where the jerk and <laughs> okay. 19 was where okay. All right. the man of God came out. <laughs> <laughs> the man of God. Um, 
Well, for me, it's funny because we've known each other so long. I mean, we met each other in kids' church. Yes. And I specifically remember being in a conversation with a group of friends as middle schoolers. And I said to his face, I said, Justin, you're the kind of guy I want to marry. And in my middle school mind, that was because, you know, he loved God. He was so kind to people. He was respectful to his parents. I wore Hawaiian shirts. And that's, I mean, that's hot. <laughs> I, I think that's why and not I did an you're the way, one I want to marry. Yes. Because <laughs> of the Hawaiian shirts. And, you know, kids these days, they don't get the awkward middle school phase that we all had to go through. I don't know what time warp thing happened. Because they have They all know how to do their makeup and, and their eyebrows. And, and Yeah. They're so pulled together. But it's we really had cool. awkward yeah. middle school years. I had to hold my chest when I ran. <laughs> <laughs> So that I think you know, I've been thinking all day about how to paint pictures for a listening that audience. That is a painted picture. Think, <laughs> I think that helps describe my middle school years. There we go. <laughs> and so once we once we were older, I, I think I just kind of knew like he's the one. I've always said I wanted to marry my best friend. He's my best friend, and I think when he started like resisting it and treating me poorly to be honest in my mind like I thought of that verse about heaping coals on my enemy's head I was like I'm just gonna be like such a good friend that he's gonna realize what an idiot he is for not having his eyes open to how awesome I am it worked it worked it worked I always say like that's the most her her waiting was the most romantic thing like the fact that she never changed the way she treated me and was just so loving and so caring I mean I do not have that type of personality it would not have panned out me either. Well, Seriously. Angel. It, I mean, and I also had to guard my heart with that mentality too. Like, I honestly had to tell myself, am I treating him the way I'm treating all my other guy friends? Or am I showing him favoritism because mm. of my feelings? And I had to kind of reel it in and, and guard my heart in that process too. And then I went to college. And I went to college yeah. and I... Which also, he was expecting like to find a wife at college. Yeah, yeah. So one of the conferences a new pool of people. One of the conferences that Jill and I ran, yeah. I attended before I was in charge and it like transformed my life. I had this major breakthrough in my relationship with God. Just really felt like established and, and like sure of where I was going from there forward. And then I went to college thinking, all right, I've been around the same church, the same my class was like 11 people. So I've been around the same very small circle for a long yeah. time. I'm going to go to college and meet my wife. And then I got out there and saw how crazy all the girls were and I realized Actually, like, no one yeah no, no one is nearly as spectacular as as Amanda and then I, I realized huh I really love being around her I love our companionship and if I were to find another woman that woman would not be okay with how close we are so it's either keep Amanda and get closer and form a relationship romantically or lose this and so I went full speed ahead uh, side note, that was okay. five months after we were driving together, commuting from school, and he pulled over dramatically and of course. said to me, <laughs> the finger in my face, I know you have feelings for me, and just so you know, we will never get together. We will never oh, be together. Oh my God. And so then five months later, we're driving. Oh, well, sorry, going back to that dramatic <laughs> one. I was cry- crying, and then he just kept keeps driving, and I was like, yeah. what? what? <laughs> And then five months later, we're driving, and he's like, I have feelings for you, and I think we should start a relationship, and it's going to be serious. You're like, this like, is when you what? dramatically pull over. It was, on my over. Terms. It, was on, it was on my terms at that point, okay, y'all? 
I feel like we've dug Whoa. some deep things here. Wait, so yep. <laughs> how did you trust him enough that like after such a huge turnaround in five months, I mean, I'm sure you had to pray about it and stuff, but how did you know like you weren't just... I can answer from my side, <laughs> like, and then I want to hear yours, but okay. nothing changed after that conversation, which is what... Other amazing. than my inward broken heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, uh, yeah, of course sure, that. But. That's, but that's not important. That's not important. <laughs> no, nothing changed. Like in the dynamic of our friendship, the next week we led a missions trip together. Like we were still side by side for everything. And I think, I think in that sense, for me, it made me realize like we have something here that can withstand, you know, difficult moments yeah. and me being foolish. But anyway, that was just for me. Yeah. It didn't end the friendship. I think that's the moment where the the fuel really came of, well, I'm just going to treat him like my other guy friends. I'm not going to be revengeful. Um, I think because despite him saying that, I still saw potential for a future just because of who wow. who, who I'd known him to be for so long. Yeah. That, that foundation of yeah. friendship, I think, is what gave me hope that this, he says no, but I, I, I don't believe him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's amazing. That takes like guts and courage right there, girl. Like, to just be like, no, it's going to end my way. <laughs> Bravo to her. Or just waiting for him to turn it around and then being like, how can yeah, I Yeah, that right, sounds right, like, right. that sounds like what Cassie like, was doing. <laughs> <laughs> nope, when some was... girl walks by, I've got dirt for her. <laughs> nope, she was gracious and let exactly. me think that I swept her off her feet and initiated all of this. She just... <laughs> She just let it, she let me take the lead, even though she had been waiting patiently for so long. It was incredible. And of course, your wedding was like the <laughs> event of the century. There were like 700 people. It was like the beginning there. of the hashtag wedding. How many people yeah, were there? You know what I mean? Like, like it was I right on the beginning so. of that. Yeah, actually. I think so our hashtag was best wed ev. <laughs> but you yep. should have put your name uh, in it. That I would have know. been really yeah, We missed the mark. I had no idea. <laughs> Um, but I think here there were like in total like 800 people. We put our invitation in the Sunday magazine. Insane. <laughs> you did a when video we announcement. To... Yes. Oh we my did. Gosh. Oh, we did. Yes. When we um, when we went to, like for our cake tasting, the the uh, caterer, the, the, the baker, the, the cakerer, the, the cake man. <laughs> the he was baker. like, so so how many are you expecting? And we're like, oh, around 700. And he said, either you're... he said you're one of three things. You're a gypsy. A pastor, or I can't remember the other I thing. I can't he remember said. the other one either. He said, he said, you're either a gypsy. Oh, no, he said, you're either a gypsy, Indian, or a pastor. I'd have and been I like, said, I'm, I'm a, a pastor. Gypsy? No way. <laughs> said, ding, ding, ding. There are only three people who have weddings that big. That's incredible. I remember it. So, okay, so then um, you're married now, like taking it back. Expectation versus reality. Jill, this was kind of your question. Do you want to flesh that out? Okay, so how long have you guys been married? Eight and a half years. Yep. Oh, and they say Valentine's if you make it Day. seven years, guys, you can make it a lifetime. So oh. you just got to get to seven. I actually agree. Really? <laughs> I actually think I yeah. agree because after seven, it was like, eh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It just sounds exhausting to do it a different way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah like you're not changing. I'm not changing. No. But you go through so many seasons and so many challenges across seven years that it's true. Once you get through it, you're like, all right. Yeah, you've, you've seen a lot of stuff. Which, interestingly, that. I don't know if this is connected, but they also say that our studies show that, like, our oh, yeah. body is completely renewed every seven years. Like, like every your hair cell, and stuff. Every, like, from seven years ago to today, there's nothing the Whoa. same. You know, like, we're completely rejuvenated. Even or, if you eat a bunch of preservatives. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
So like, I guess you're that much more busy. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Seven years seems like a magic number. God, come hey on, God. God. Oh, seven. Hey, hey, hey. hey, God. <laughs> okay, so it's the you know it's the week before your wedding, and you're so excited, and you're like thinking about like everything's going to be different, right? You. So what was your yeah, expectation yeah. of what you really thought like that first month of marriage was going to be like? Oh my gosh. Oh, I have to go back. It's been a long yeah. time. Okay. Well, so I'll, I'll start. I moved from my parents' house to my married house. <clears throat> I did so too. So I never, <laughs> I never had a <laughs> child bride. <laughs> I never had like the bachelor season. Yeah. So for me, there was, yeah, yeah, none of that. So a sister, because you're an only child. Right, I'm an only child. So it was, there was, there was like this expectation that I was kind of getting a two for one. Like I was getting my, obviously my married life, but I was more um, expectant about the fact that like, I'm going to have my own place. So I just kind of pictured it being a whole lot of fun, Uh a whole lot of freedom, um, kind of doing whatever we want. But also at the same time we were in school. So I knew there'd be a lot of that too. Literally the week of our honeymoon I missed our first class of grad school and it was like required. I was like, guys, I'm, I'm not going, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to miss it. And so like our married life started grad school. Yeah. The transition of moving. And just when you, when you've never lived with someone else before, that's a huge transition yeah. and you learn so much and you figure out, wow, I have a lot more pet peeves than I thought I did. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. I never lived with a girl other than yeah. my mom. Right. And, they, they, I just, to this day, I'm stunned by how much hair <laughs> there is. Like, there's just hair that, I, I don't understand if she's not bald. Like, there's hair Truly. everywhere. That's amazing. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm going to tell on my wife, and we can edit this if we need to, but she does this thing where, I, I this, this grossed me out for, like, years. I didn't know this was a thing. Like, you ball up the hair in the shower and just stick it on the side <laughs> of the wall. Oh, I've done it. <laughs> trash after yeah, they have the first time i that. saw that I, the first time i saw that i thought there was some like animal <laughs> in the in the shower i was like babe don't move <laughs> i i don't know there's just all these quirks that i wasn't prepared for so it was it was still definitely fun i i think our friendship helped because we'd been friends for at that yeah. point 12 years so we yeah. there weren't many unknowns as far as our personality it was more like the quirks of two people two very controlling people living together that's how it was yeah. with me and Aaron too because we had dated for so long like we we had seen each other through like good times bad times sad times like yeah. so there wasn't a lot of like surprises there but Mm-mm. it was just learning how to first of all live on my own like go yeah, yeah, like yeah. going to the grocery store the first time was eye-opening <laughs> Yes. yes. And we went together and then we realized I I don't want you to go with me to the grocery store. <laughs> I think we took a picture of our first grocery store receipt because it was as long as our kitchen. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Cuz we had to buy everything like cleaning yeah. supplies that first grocery and bill. Yeah. Awful. It was I mean thankfully we had gift cards but still. <laughs> wedding Thank money. You when you have 700 people Jesus. at your wedding that <laughs> Yeah. And you do a gratuitous dollar dance. I was like keep it going. <laughs> Keep it going. I danced with men, women, children, elderly. I didn't care. I, I think care. also newlyweds should ask for like a jar of mayo. Like, please bring a, please bring a cleaning supply Pantry with you staples. when you come. Yeah. Yes. yes. I think this is this is what we've been missing out on. If you are getting married, you literally people, don't listen. own a broom. No. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please for our wedding, bring us condiments. And I will repeat, condiments. Condiments. <laughs> we condiments. like to dip stuff. <laughs> um, so Amanda, you, actually, you and I live together. That's probably a little thing yes. that people Oh my that's gosh, right. I forgot about this. For a short time, what, like nine months maybe? Yeah, it was actually, I moved in with you right before... Uh, he and I yeah, because you were doing Mary, uh, wedding planning and stuff. I remember that during your time here. But um, co-worker yeah. roommates. You had lived oh. with roommates, so you had like, and you have a crap ton of brothers and sisters. Well, brothers and yep. a sister. <laughs> but um, so you, that's not unfamiliar to you, unfamiliar to you. But what was the expectation right. versus reality for you? I don't know. I guess I pictured like it would just be like a date all the time <laughs> because I remember toward the end of our engagement, I was like, I can't wait to like say goodnight and not have to like drive yeah. after that. And just to be able to like fall asleep together. And, um, but we've, we've learned that we have different amounts of energy and I require way more sleep. than <laughs> And so that like fairy dust of waking up together, falling asleep together. Never happened. <Yeah>. That's funny. And yeah, and it was such a different season of our lives. Like I remember wanting to do all the housework because at that time I was only working part time. He was working full time. We were both in school. And so I would like do all the housework on my downtime so that we could actually spend time together. The good old days. (laughs) I miss that. And now with a kid, the housework is never done. Never. (laughs) But I, I think it's funny how it's not always a date. Yeah, <laughs> when you're married, like you have to do stuff. It's rarely a date. You have to make it be a date. <laughs> like and even like, I mean, I said that about the grocery store, but now like Aaron and I will actually on a weekend be like, "Hey, you want to go to the grocery store?" Like just like to get out. Like we have to like pick up a few things or whatever, but yes. just to spend time together. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. Yeah. And the kids are like, "Can we go?" No, no. I just I really mm-hmm. don't like taking anybody with me. But I love your dad, and I want to spend time with him. So we're gonna go to the yep. store. <laughs> So then, like, uh, the fairy tale thing, you guys have an interesting element that some couples may have experienced, but probably most don't. You are married, you do ministry together, and you work together. What's that like? Yes. How do you navigate that? We are together all the time. And for me, it's... Like, right now, currently, as we're recording this, we share an office. Mm -hmm. We obviously commute together because we're going to the same place. Right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah, for me, it's an ideal scenario. I, I've always dreamed of my wife being my ultimate companion, and I really do love being around her so much that it's, it's just ideal. And I'm content to be you know, on my own, but I also work really well in the presence of another person. So having her there in the office is amazing. And then getting to come home, I don't know, it's, just, it's amazing to never have to ask each other, how was your day? Yeah. Because we're, we're... If it was stressful, mine was yeah. too. We're there if it was cool, it. mine was too. Yeah, we're there in it together all the time. So I really love that. Um, but... No, no, but. <laughs> no, but I love it too. Because again, I think us having a foundation of friendship... And just working, we actually worked together before we were even dating. So that's not like a new dynamic for us to navigate. It's just different now with the dynamics of marriage. And when we have to work on something together or when there's confrontation in the office, not letting that come home. It it does come home. There's no way for it not to. So it's just learning how to like. 
have a marriage outside of all of that. Yeah. So what you two are saying is that you don't think you don't have the same opinions on everything. And that's okay. (laughs) Oh, 100%. Never had the same opinion on anything. But I think that that's what the perception is a lot of times. It's like, oh, they they must think exactly alike and that's why they can make it work. But it takes, it actually takes a lot of work to make it work and to not let a fight surrendering your opinion. A, a fight but i mean like a difference yeah, yeah, yeah. of opinion whatever you call it whatever you want to because someone's mad yeah. <laughs> no yeah we bicker a lot because we just see things so differently so it's just figuring out how to how to make that work in a healthy way as co-workers as uh, like associate pastors together as parents <laughs> together and then as husband and wife like there's so many layers where the nature of what we do requires us to work together yeah. and so it's like okay how do i not let the bickering as husband and wife affect the our judgment as pastors in this or vice versa or this different opinion we have over raising our child how do we not let it you know cause friction in in some other way so what are some of the tools that you guys use to work through that a lot of talking we talk a lot we try not to allow things to escalate to simmer yeah, uh, to get to an emotional level, we try to we try to speak about stuff. When and when he says we, he means him because I am way too quick to cry. <laughs> but we try really hard to speak about things when we can still speak about yeah. it, versus when we have to yell, when we have to, you know, like sure. we try really hard to speak regularly. Something new that we'd be doing is don't laugh at us, but we have like a scheduled meeting, a check in the two of, of us where each week. <laughs> yeah, is my it calendar. color coded? We also what have... color is it on your calendar, Justin? <laughs> red. It's red. <laughs> It's red because it's from the heart. Oh, <laughs> mine's purple, so it's not as uh, threatening. Um, but, but it's like a set script of like five questions or so that we know we're each going to bring to the table. And it's not emotional. We get to just speak freely. It's a safe place. And we're both going to bring positive things to the table in addition to maybe some potentially negative things that need work. Yeah. So that it's not all just negative a barrage of you need to do this better and why don't you do that and fix this and so it's kind of like a quick check-in 15 minutes from each person and then like we move on and to me that's been helpful because i can't handle we need to talk <laughs> like that, <laughs> that or like getting a text abs- message in the day yeah. like and be like oh my god, god. what do we like feel like it's you're being called worst. to the, the principal's office yeah, yeah. especially in our dinner. relationship because we, we share an office. Like, there is no, we need to talk when you get home. We're home. We're together all day right. in the office right. at home. So it's I like, I can't we, just close a door and get away from Right. Him. We can't have stuff that's like lingering. So we just have like a regular weekly time where we can just get stuff out. And the kind of things we discuss are like, you know, something I really respected you in this week was, Ooh. or something I need more from you is, or could I offer you some feedback about, or something I really want to celebrate in you. You know, so it's just like regular things that require us to have to look all week. Like, Mm -hmm. Uh look for something to celebrate as much as you're looking for something to... You should make that into a worksheet and share that as a resource. (laughs) On (laughs) circleoftrust.com. Yeah. Or on yours. That would be awesome. So you do that... That is that a date night conversation or is that like a separate thing? God no. Yeah, because no. I can see that like, turning real ugly. No, it's never a date okay. night conversation. Okay, nothing says leave never... it on the couch like a worksheet. <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> I try not to cry off my makeup on date. Night. Right. Something I need more of is for you to leave the room. <laughs> 
No, we tried to do it actually in the office, uh, which is a neutral place. It's not home. It's not our date night. We try to make it a non-threatening time of the day. And and, keep it very brief. And also we have it scheduled right before the two of us have to part um, because there's like a standing thing where we go in different directions. And so we know we got to finish and then we're going to have some time apart. And we're going to have some time apart where if we do get emotional, we can cool off. Okay. So it's really strategic. That's really (laughs) interesting. Super healthy. Yeah. I think... Another strategy for me is really embracing the Christian value of humility, and huh? being the favorite. She's the she's the, she's the best at being humble. Amanda's she kicks butt at humility. So weird. Oh my gosh! No, I didn't mean it like that. I'm totally the she's so proud of how humble she is. No, I'm just kidding. I am so humble. Number guys. one humble. <laughs> I just mean it's not my first instinct to swallow my pride and to initiate an apology first yeah. or to um, <clears throat> to own my part of the mess first um, because nobody yeah, wants no to be fun. wrong. <laughs> yeah. But just actually this week I had asked him for feedback on a work project and he gave it but not in a way that I wanted and I was oversensitive <laughs> about it. <laughs> So like he I did walked, exactly what I wanted. I walked but not right the way into I the trap. I walked. If you are a listener and you are both coworkers and spouses, sir, please, when she asks for feedback, realize that she doesn't want it. Well, I did want it because I wanted it to. I wanted the project to be great, but it it opened itself up for an opportunity for me to apologize in front of other coworkers. Oh, wow. And I wasn't like I didn't make it a big deal. I was just it was kind of out of the side of my mouth, like. I'm sorry. I was really over emotional about that. And he's like smiling. It's fine. It's like we're on camera. Like, <laughs> we were on camera. We were not on camera at that point. But he, he was like wanting to move on, and I wanted to make it a point. Like, yeah. no, I'm I'm genuinely sorry. I'm willing enough to apologize in front of people. And it was actually really sweet of you to own my part that I was in the wrong. So. That's awesome. It's not a specific strategy. It's really difficult. I need but. to I need to caveat here that. Um, Amanda has her master's in Christian counseling and I just finished my PhD in Christian counseling and so we're both really we spe- no, we, um, <laughs> uh, hold on let me finish my sentence our degrees have led to our humility is what I meant to know <laughs> no 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 we spent all this time studying counseling thinking that it would be for the sake of helping people and genuinely I mean we do that some But I feel like that entire education was just to help us understand ourselves, to understand each other and to understand our kids. And to communicate well. Yeah, I I feel like so it was worth it. But also at the same time, I'm like, I went to school for 12 years to have a marriage. (laughs) That's an expensive (laughs) education for marriage. (laughs) Right, right. So it's just like, oh, listen, you're going to pay the price one way or the other. You paid it the right way. (laughs) (laughs) Sally May. At least student loans. Sally May was our matron of honor. Okay, this is a fun question. Actually, Kyle suggested this because when you know someone really well, like I know you guys, it's hard to think of questions to ask. Like, you know, know, I didn't know what this was going to be. I was just like (laughs) racking my brain. Like, what can we talk about? Um, But he was like, he asked, he wanted to know, do you guys know of each other, of like a personal tell that you can see in that person when something's off. Like, for instance, <laughs> when Kyle is super irritable, I have to, like, stop and, and ask him, wait, when was the last time you ate something? Because right now he's so, because of keto or whatever, 
his moods are so susceptible to his blood sugar. <laughs> like Hanger. Yeah, yes. so I have to differentiate. Like, are you really mad about not eating something in the last four hours? Or is this a real issue in our life? So do you guys have... You don't... <laughs> if it's too personal, you don't have to... Oh, no, no, no. Oh, actually, well, firstly, that exact same example, <laughs> his blood sugar, <laughs> he gets hangry. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. Is there more or that's it? <laughs> well, let me, well, let me think. You, you, you tell my tells. Um, so, yeah, my wife has a really difficult time uh, compartmentalizing, as I think is the case for a lot of ladies. Yeah. Hold and on. Don't guys. generalize. We're not sure where you're I, going with this I, You yet. cut me off before I, you cut <laughs> me off before I said, and guys, you cut me off like all women do. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're going to get kicked Sorry, out ladies. of the circle. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I, I think that the tell that I see in Amanda a lot is that if something's bothering her, she will not enjoy the things that she usually enjoys uh, because she can't shake it. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. it'll come out in how she talks with me. I'll say a joke and she won't be able to laugh. <laughs> yeah, when she's playing with Kai, she'll speak to Kai, our son Malachi, much, much more short. And I can hear it. And I often I often hear it when when she's speaking and I say, are you OK? And she'll say, yeah, I'm fine. But I can tell that she's thinking about something else that's inhibiting her from being able to enjoy the stuff that she usually loves. Yeah, I'm like that, too. A hundred percent. Anything else on my end? True. My uh, quiet voice. I have a feeling. Oh, good one. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> when he, which it's actually, it's a beautiful strategy, like an anger, like a coping thing. But when he's really upset, he will address something with the calmest, most quiet demeanor and voice level. And it makes me angry because <laughs> it makes me feel like he's talking to me or treating me like a child. Yeah. yeah. Aaron Dennis. And if you're no. angry, just be angry. No. And be clear with me. Don't try to mask it or it's, fake it and make me feel like I'm a kid. Yeah. It's not masking or faking. There's it's the a quiet voice. Personal conviction. <laughs> no, it's not quiet. I'll yell right now. It's a personal conviction. To me, it's like, for me, words matter so much. Like, the word I choose to use and the word someone else chooses to use is what I hold on to. And so I want to make sure I think about what I'm saying so that I use the right words. And for me, it's not just to you. Anytime I'm upset, I want to make sure that my emotion doesn't get in front of my words. And so I have to think a lot about what I'm saying, you know, because I take words to the bank, which is not at all how my wife communicates. Yeah. My wife communicates in feelings. She'll say words. I'll don't. say a million words to get me where I'm finally landing <laughs> and what I actually mean. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, that must, I mean, I didn't realize that about you, first of all, which must make it real fun to be friends with me because (laughs) I say some things that I regret every day. But, yeah. Um, Okay, we want to talk real quick before we land the plane about Meant to Be TV. Tell the people about it. It's a resource. Meant to be TV is a resource that's available on marriage resource on Instagram and Facebook. And it started on our hundred month anniversary. And you still count was, months? Yeah. No. Okay. No, we don't count months. See, there's a story there. <laughs> it was in our calendar. <laughs> it was in our calendar. And when I found that, I was like, that's random but sweet that he put that there. <laughs> and he was like, I didn't put that there. You must have put that there. And I realized I must have put that there as a newlywed because I don't remember doing no that. No way. So sponsor, sponsor us, Google Calendar. <laughs> we used you for 
eight and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so it was kind of a gift to us, to ourselves, to do this. But Meant to Be is, is based on a verse that says that the relationship between a husband and a wife is meant to be a vivid example of Christ and his mm-hmm. church. And for us... It's Ephesians 5, by the way. Yeah, for us, it's an opportunity to remind Christian couples to bring their Christianity, like, back to their marriage. Wow. Like, this is a sacred relationship. It's holy. And at the end of the day, it's supposed to be a picture of Jesus and his church to the world around them. And, of course, we want to give strategies for communication mm-hmm. and, you know, a better sex life and better parenting and financial management and all these things. But at the end of the day, like, there is a spiritual foundation here that this should be our, our most practical representation of Jesus. And so that's kind of like our platform is to help help people weekly with a super short video, just a thought from scripture and how their marriage can kind of get recentered yeah. to their Christianity. Because when those things get disconnected, I feel like it's easy to be the least Christian in your marriage, mm, you absolutely. know, because like that's the most, yes. you know, safe place you have. So you let your mask yeah. down. But what does it mean when our Christianity is our mask? You know, like yeah, yeah. it should be our real face. So I want to be a real Christian in my marriage. <laughs> with just a real as much face. As yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I you guys give like person. homework tips, like don't you usually at the end? The ones yeah. I've watched you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we usually include one, well, we do include one in every episode. We call it a marriage workout because some people freak out about homework. Oh, yeah, I don't like <laughs> that. What if you I freak out about workouts? And no one freaks out <laughs> oh, about a workout. <laughs> absolutely. Asking I freak out about friend. workouts too. <laughs> <laughs> However, the same principle applies that you know a workout is good for you, even if it doesn't feel good yeah. at the time. And when you commit to consistently work out, you get the results. And so our marriage workouts are quick. And in our opinion, it's something you can easily do that week that will give you a result to show you, okay, it's actually worth making my marriage a priority and putting some effort into it. Because I think it's so easy for us to put effort into so many other things, other priorities, and we just expect our marriage to coast when that's not the reality. Just like, you know, we were talking about earlier, Jill was like, you have to make a date happen. Yeah. Our uh, our videos our videos air on Thursday nights and our hope is that on people's date nights, which is usually like Friday or Saturday for most couples, they can use the marriage workout, you know, while they're having dinner or walking to the movie theater or whatever they're doing because it can be like a 5-minute conversation but it can enrich so much. And that's our prayer and we've we've heard couples tell us that I mean, we're not like reinventing the wheel. Our workouts are usually like Bible-based things yeah. like forgive or each say other. something nice <laughs> to each other. But it, it's funny how those little things that we stop doing, yeah. when we do them again, it, it can remind us why we're in love, you know? Sure. So it's it's something we love. Yeah. So, so where can people um, find you at? Great question, Jill. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us at meanttobetv.com. The link to all of our social medias are there. We have YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah, and you can join the community. Honestly, it is so great. What I really love about it is that you don't have to go, like, it's right there on Instagram. You don't have to go to another right. place to view and the stuff. And it doesn't take all night. No, it's, it's like, super no. short. And you guys are talking about, like, relevant stuff. Like, the the series you just finished up. I know it was from a couple weeks ago, but on gender roles in marriage. The gender roles, yeah. yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah, we did, like, good a stuff. series on gender yeah. roles. On biblical gender roles and, like... Yeah, yeah, what the Bible teaches a man should be and a, a woman should be. And it, it's it's fun because culture has so many different stances on that, but we just kind of try to bring the voice of Scripture back to things and help people remember what they said yes to at the beginning. Yeah, and it's a great reminder that even cultural things from the Bible from so long ago, so much of it still applies today. Yeah, yeah. Obviously not that we're living like Hebrews, but <laughs> the <laughs> principles of the Word are yeah. just as applicable today. 
Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for being on our show. It's uh, awesome. Shucks. You it's guys did honor. great. It was such a joy to be here. Thank you guys. We love your show and uh, everyone that's listening. Keep listening and uh, just shout out to Sexy Voice Julie. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and the Netherlands. I hope the Netherlands is still you listening. Guys, are they still? We watching? have listeners. No, we have not had the Netherlands recently. Dang, but on. we have had Larvin an Flippy. international. Hold on, I have to tell you this. It's we have had three listens from the plurinational state of Bolivia, two from the UK, and one from the Russian Federation this week. So wow. we are crossing borders, wow. guys. Wow. <laughs> Breaking down barriers. That's amazing. I, I didn't even know plurination was a word. I didn't either. What, what <laughs> is, is it? That, yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> Bolivia. Bolivia. <laughs> Bolivia. Get the flag today. <laughs> yes, a Bolivian flag. We're coming for you, Bolivia. <laughs> Tour, summer 2019. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed our first segment of Circle of Trust Conversations. You just listened to us chat with Justin and Amanda McNeil of meant to be TV. To find out more, visit our episode guide at circleoftrustpodcast.com and be sure to follow us on Instagram. We'd love to hear your thoughts on our new segment. Production by Kyle Moraine. Music by Danny Hinden. Thanks for being here and join us next week. Thank you for listening to Circle of Trust Podcast. Bye.